You may have heard about the Harlem Renaissance of black art and literature. Minnesota once had a similar movement of Asian American arts, and it involved artists who are still influential. Our Jacob Alloy has this look. At his home in Minneapolis, writer and literary critic David Murrah sits in his sun-soaked living room, peering over old editions of a literary magazine. Um, these are two issues of the Journal of the Asian American Renaissance um, with various different writers. The Asian American Renaissance produced various projects, including these journal volumes. Murrah was the founding artistic director. Uh, I think this must be one of the first uh, published poems of Baofi. Baofi is an award-winning Vietnamese-American poet and author of the children's book, A Different Pond. For Fee, Asian-American Renaissance is something he says he misses every day. I think people much smarter than me have said before, in a better world, Asian-American Renaissance would still be around. Asian-American Renaissance, or AAR, started in 1992 as a conference organized by David Murrah, Valerie Lee, and other Asian-American artists and community members. The first conference was captured by Mark Tang, with highlights included in this commemorative video produced in 2004. And America was just another foreign country. It's only been this year that I, I've, it's dawned on me that uh, I'm not going back home anywhere. This is it. The conference's success led to the founding of the Asian American Renaissance nonprofit in 1993. AAR was a pan-Asian arts organization that aimed to unite communities and cultures through art, drawing inspiration from the Harlem Renaissance and the Black Arts Movement. The organization hosted a variety of events, including workshops and masterclasses on dance, writing, and photography. They also hosted cabarets multiple times a year. This one was recorded in 1994. Welcome to tonight's edition of Asians 1 through 12. Let's give a big round. So what I have here, uh, the videotape that I was able to find, like, look at this. AR Cabaret, June 95. Isn't that amazing? Look at this. For educator Rose Chu, AAR was something of a lifeline for her after moving to Minnesota. She recently came across a letter she had written in the early 2000s. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I realized the difference AAR has made in my life. Through my participation in AAR, I found a sense of family and a sense of belonging. AAR was also a place for social justice and activism, hosting the well-documented protests of the touring productions of Miss Saigon in 1994 at the Orpheum and 1999 at the Ordway. AAR lasted until 2005, and things ended unceremoniously. After a chain of difficult leadership changes and funding drying up, the organization closed its doors. Rose Chu was the organization's final board chair. Asian American Renaissance had created a space for us to be visible in the community. And in doing that, other organizations noticed, and they realized that, oh, maybe when we do uh, something about uh, playwriting, we got to include Asian-American artists. So all of a sudden, there's this sense that, well, should we exist? And, and fundraising became, became difficult. Bao Fi, who also works in philanthropy, gave additional insight to how funding for Asian-led organizations breaks down. For every $100 in philanthropy, only $0.04 cents 
goes to an Asian American led organization. Fee added his opinion that most Asian led organizations are more focused on an aesthetic. I miss that about AAR, where across disciplines, Asian Americans, a pan Asian community could meet and gather and build. The Asian American Renaissance may have closed its doors, but the impact it had on artists like Bao Fee continues. Jacob Alloy, NPR News.